Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. And best of all... Free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout. Miller. And get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's Miller. Again, Miller. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Travis, I've decided there's only one Cameron Hughes Chardonnay that goes with Vincent from Beauty and the Beast. Uh Uh-oh, what is that? Lot 594. Oh, why is it perfect? I think it's what Catherine would drink. Why? Um, Well, okay. It is a uh, Carneros from Sonoma County. Uh, Would you like the description? Yes. Oh, sure. Opens with an inviting nose of apple, cream brulee, ginger, lemon oil, well-defined tropical fruit, vanilla. Follows on the palate, backed by rich butter and honeysuckled apple. Oh, yeah. Those are all things I like. Beautiful acidity is on display here. Exiting with a dynamic mouth-watering finish. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, right there. Okay, that's lot 594. Was that the wine or Vincent? That's, I, <laughs> listen, Cameron Hughes, I don't know what to say. I have not tried a bad Chardonnay. They, uh, it's summer, Chardonnay time for mama. Mm-hmm, you need a nice chili wine. Listen to me. This is, I, if you go on Cameron Hughes' website that I'm on right now. Oh, by the way, did I mention that that lot 594, how much? $16. What? That's ridiculous. Award-winning wines at half the price. That's what say, it that is. That sounds like half the price of a regular bottle of wine. I know what you're thinking. How do we do it? How do he do that? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, he His secret lies in purchasing direct from boutique wineries all over the world, cutting out the middleman, and that he passes all that savings directly on to you. Right? Sounds I, like a good I, deal to me. I am telling you. I... Uh, I've never, I, I'm, I've tried the sparkling, the rosé, the Pinot Noirs. I love them all. And I can tell I'm tasting something that is double the price. Who needs that guy in the middle? Get him right for the expert. Get him out. Exactly. Not in a, you know, permanent way. Uh, <laughs> Cameron, he, he's a guy and he's coming down for a tasting suit. So he stands behind every single bottle. His name is on it. Guarantees it 100%. Do it. Do it now. chwine.com slash Miller. Or text my name, Miller, to 511-511. You get 15% off. They're already wait, great wait. deals. These Plus, are already stupid low prices. Free shipping. What? With your minimum three-bottle order. Text Miller to 511-511 to get 15% off and free shipping with your three-bottle order today. Oh, my God. chwine.com slash Miller. Let's do this, Vincent. I just want full disclosure, if there's any audience listening. They flied me with tequila. Claiming that it's a national tequila day. Yes, it is. As Patron just tweeted. Uh, it's a national let's tequila do it. day. Let's do it. Let's right. do it. Here we Come go. On, let's we, do as it. if we needed some excuse. <laughs> Walk and roll. Cheers. Hellboy's here. <laughs> I'm the god of hellfire, and I bring you Hellboy. Hang on, my little blur impression. Hello, Ron Perlman's here. Hi, Hellboy. Can you spin your head? Happy, oh my god, happy tequila day. It's so fantastic you're here on tequila day. It really is. It's, it's, it's fate. <laughs> okay, can I just say, I, I have been in love with you since Beauty and the Beast. I'm so in love with Vincent, as a lot of women are. But I where, 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 where it can see, I can see past the hell boys and the fucking just, Sons of Anarchy and all the boy how, how, violent how, how shit. Because you are Vincent. Pardon me? How'd you get that music to play? I just, I, I touched my box because you're here. Mm. Mm. That's the nice thing you will always said to me be Vincent to me. <laughs> you will always be Vincent. My goal is to get more people to touch their box. <laughs> here's, if okay, I do that, I know that I've made a difference. Stephanie's going to have her finger on her box pushing all the buttons today. Mm. Here's why Ron Perlman is perfect. Well, in every way. Just first of all, but then for happy hour because 
where is the headline? Ron Perlman, Trump is a cardboard cutout piece of shit fuck. And here's what I love about that, because shit fuck, not really a word. And you were saying another word right before we started, which is he has defied all... Consequentiality? That's not a word. No, but, Neither but is he, shit fuck. But he's not a human, so... No. I mean, he... he you he, hardly, you barely play human, so he, you would know. He's, he's, he's defied all categorization, like, and, and I include the dregs of humanity. Yeah. He, he basically is a, um, something that's never been identified. As oh, animal, it's animal, like a long lost love. Like, Vincent has come back. Like, his Twitter feed, I'm like... Oh, yeah, Catherine. right there, Vincent. Right there. Catherine. <laughs> Catherine. I'm looking for your cheeks. Oh, my Catherine. God. Okay, just get the orgasm Whoa. drop ready the whole time. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, call Trump, call Trump a oh, shit fuck God. again. Get, get in a Twitter fight with Don Jr. <gasps> oh, yeah. That yeah. was you that alerted yeah. me that, that Don Jr. Had, had, had come after me, right? That was you, right? I think so. I don't know. We're all like in a circle jerk now because you and Malcolm Nance are best friends, and that's how I. Malcolm Nance came to a resistance dinner party. He's like, oh, can I bring a friend? A date. He knock, knock. Date. Can I bring a date? Knock, knock. Oh, he, he said to me, hi, Vincent slash Hellboy. He said to me, what's your sign? And I told him, and he said, oh, you can be my date. We're compatible. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that about me and Malcolm. We're compatible. To two straightest, most macho men in the universe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, anyway, so uh-huh. you hung out with us at a, at a resistance dinner party, but you, I, first of all. That was fun, by the way. I didn't know the resistance could be that much fun. A lot of laughs, a lot of funny people there. When you left Twitter, I was like, no. I left Twitter. No. No, 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 no. It was no, a temporary no. thing. You know, you know what happened, right? I mean, my, my, my leaving Twitter was ra- rather sincere. Yeah. But what I hadn't realized, I left it like on a on a Saturday, right? And and I I thought I you know I went out in kind of a, a blaze of mm-hmm. glory, mm-hmm. you know, my mm-hmm. last line, you know, being a Joni Mitchell quote, "If you want me, I'll be in the bar." <coughs> and um, I was I was I was ready to stay gone, and then I realized. And then he did that some other Monday, sh- he did some other shit fuck no, thing. On Monday, I had booked the Larry King thing, politicking. Right. And all he wanted to do was talk about you right. know, my leaving Twitter and and, right. and all of the and I said okay you Hellboy hello why have you why have you left Twitter hello. we have Hellboy we have Hellboy on the phone calling in for Hellboy Hellboy line one it's long distance make it quick <laughs> he's calling from Tennessee he wants to talk to Heckboy <laughs> by the way did you know no, that, I have this did you know my... that that's what they called it in parts of Tennessee yes. really? did they really Heckboy yes. <laughs> What? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I don't. I don't write this shit, guys. I just watched uh, clips of Hellboy. It was very disturbing. Uh, but you worked out a oh, lot for you. that. Can I say you worked out a lot? Because... Those were my abs. Wow. No. Oh. Listen, Sean. There's going to be some shit going on today because you combine Vincent with Hellboy abs and is Ron Perlman's current Twitter feed and and you're the worst lesbian yeah. ever yeah right there right there right there Ron mm-hmm. oh yeah, god yeah. Mm-hmm. okay Ooh. all right oh god <laughs> no I was reading about the Larry King thing cause he just <laughs> what who oh we had Greg Luganus on last week and mm-hmm. he was on Larry King he's like when did you know you were gay what I mean he's just I love Larry so much right well, he's straight to the point he's blunt Larry has still How'd you got, get AIDS? Like he's just he can't fucking He was he was as good as he ever was, man. But you talked about you said your overwrought emotional emotional state was starting to wear on you. I have said this. Ron, I've never hated anybody. I hate him. I know I shouldn't process Trump's stress as like personal stress, but I do. If, mm. if you care about your country, you're like, oh my God. This is just constantly terrifying and horrifying every day isn't it well yes it is those things but it's so much more and how long do we have it's gonna get darker as long as oh my god forever what did i say how long have i been trying oh my god how many times have i texted you how long have i been trying to get you to do this what 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 it is what it is what it will be what it is what it was yes is for you know the 75 percent of us that's right. Who have a sense of, you know, decency? What 
what what what's worth living for. Yeah. The beautiful things in this beautiful world that are not that are not given that are gifts and that not should not be taken for granted and need to be cherished and fought for. That a guy like that rising to a position like that is simply unprocessable. Yeah. It's un it's unacceptable on there's no level upon which it's un, not it is acceptable. Yeah. And yet there's an entire subset of miscreants who are yeah. Enabling. trying to um, tell us that this is okay and normal yeah. and that we have a problem if we don't see it that way. Yeah. So this is the ultimate, you know, ass fuck. Um, buy, now, a, you know, buy, buy a shit fuck. I'm sure that there are, the aforementioned. There are people that, that I don't offend when I say that, mm-hmm. but, you know. It's not in a good way. Yeah. No, it's not, not a good ass fuck, man. It's not a good ass fuck. But, um, not no, with lube and you're pretty. Well, I think of Trump, I don't think of him as being a good lover. But what has been... Listen, Trump, Trump is a fucking punk. He, punks come and go. We've seen... We've seen we've I've seen, never been so sexually aroused by a happy hour. Uh-huh. We've seen punks like this mm-hmm. all throughout the history of yeah. the world. Yeah. Maybe not quite like this. And we've never seen them rise to a position in our own um, sacred republic. Yeah. Like I, I feel like, and you have, and you, and you say it in that voice. I feel like, but I feel he, like, but he, you, you, if there was any film you would play, like Morgan Freeman would be a somewhere not not God underneath you. You no, would be God, if Morgan and he'd Freeman be like your apprentice. God, and he needed to pray to somebody. He prayed to me. Yeah, that's right. I'm well aware that was of my that, point. and I try not to use that power um, over Morgan Freeman frivolously. Yes, um, I try to use the word frivolously in a sentence every tequila day. <laughs> There, There's no there more reuse of frivolously. Just, 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 just another um, what's the word I'm looking? bucket list item oh. checked off. Oh, I thought you were going to say Manic Monday. Okay. Um, Ron, <laughs> yes. here's my point. Is um, y- This is what you were uh, alluding to about uh, Trump being a cardboard cutout piece of shit fuck. Is that we had Rob Reiner right on our mm-hmm. first uh, happy hour that went uh, free here. And I great, say this every day. I, right, but you can't. None of you could pitch this or make this film. This is not fucking happening. This is you can't you cannot even have imagined this completely unqualified reality show clown getting installed by a hostile foreign government with his fingers on the nuclear button who who's clearly completely insane. I mean, this is right? I mean, as you, that was your point. Someone asked you Wait a minute. They asked you if you Nobody would play him, and anything. you said, fuck no, not interested in the one-dimensional people who have no redeeming value and nothing is psychologically compelling. I played serial killers and real bad guys, and there's always some sort of psychological gap there. Trump doesn't possess any of them. He's just a cardboard cutout piece of shit, Buck. There's nothing there to oh. explore. He's one-dimensional. He's not clever. He'd be very boring to play. Um, that was yeah, when I was asked, would you, would you like to play Trump? As an actor, right, which is what I do during the day. Yes, I, 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 I that's what I'm between told. Between tweets, <laughs> but you said I. Well, I worked. I, I did. You know, I lived and worked in New York City for a time. But you grew up in New York, and you said he's been a joke my whole life. Like anybody from New York knows, he's a fucking liar. He's a joke. He's a con man. He, uh, he's a clown. Well, yeah, he's all those things. But what he is most of all is a joke. Yeah, you know, he's like, uh, 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 you know. And you notice, you know, these, these rallies that he goes to. Yeah. Never in New York. <laughs> he won't, he, I don't think he's gone back to his hometown since he took office. I mean, you know, for a minute there, he was, yeah. d- during the transition, he was going back and forth to Trump Tower, but then he realized very quickly that's not a good idea. <laughs> not a good idea. There's a lot people, of protesters. There's, there's a lot of people there who really, really can make even him feel bad. But you summed it up in this interview. And New Yorkers are like, you know, that's his kryptonite. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, which is which is why I run, which later on during the podcast we'll get to my president. Oh, that you're going to run for president? Yes, you did announce, didn't you, that you're going to run in 2020. I announced you said, on election I will... night before the election. Yes, you did. November called. 9th, you said I will uh, challenge Kanye West. <laughs> I don't think I ever threw down against Kanye. Did I? But, I, you know, there's right. a, there's, a, there's right. been a lot of tequila, national tequila days Yeah. in my life. Yes, sure. Some of them undeclared. <laughs> 
fact, most of them. Well, I declare. I do declare. You just said I declare this national. I, I do declare. Well, national. I'm, I'm running on the foghorn leghorn. Uh, I say. I say. I do. Uh, I, I, I do declare. What's What's the matter with you, boy? Um, um, you said he's normalized things that are unconscionable. He lies every time he speaks. That's I, pretty much true. He's desensitized us to what's lie and what's truth. There's nothing to teach our children to aspire to, uh, the ideals that are American. He's supporting Nazis. He supports all these things that autocrats support, destroying the credibility of the free press. He's managing to speak to the lowest form of discourse. Um, and this interview was seven shitfuck cycles ago, wasn't it, Travis? Uh, I this mean, was, this was there's probably, a lot of more shit fuck things he's done. There have been done. 27 news cycles in the last week. Let's there's, be honest. <laughs> those things I said were, I think, during the transition. He hadn't even taken office. <laughs> it started yet. Hold that thought, Hellboy. I am going to need some more wine for this. Let me pour my Cameron Hughes wine. You finished off a bottle before we started. I, what are you on now? Listen, well, I'll tell you what happened. I was finishing uh, Chardonnay Lot uh, 576. Okay. Right. And then I moved on to, as we know, my lot 594. But let me explain the 576 I was drinking. Uh, Arroyo Seco Chardonnay, their best-selling white wine. Um, I, okay, let me explain. From Monterey County, beautiful up there. Lovely up there. Super fresh nose of honeysuckle pear and apple. Gains weight and complexity with a bit of air. Adding papaya and orange creamsicle to the mix. What? I'm all in on this. Creamy and supple. Oh, my God. On entry. Oh, yeah. Oh, this wine really... Hits that unami button with the rich orange sherbet and vanilla notes riding that. Oh, yeah. Honey beam of acidity. I, uh, okay, I can't. I can't even finish. You were fired okay, up from yes. Vincent from Beauty wow. and the Beast, and now you've got your wine that's That is turning. a nice finish. Yeah, ask me how much. $14 for lot 576 $14 a bottle. You, you need to order a case of that I, uh, before listen, it's gone. I'm telling you, Cameron Hughes wine is nothing short of a miracle. H- how does he do it? He buys uh, boutique wines from all over the world eh, and cuts out the middleman. That means that he passes all that savings right on to you. You're getting the wine from a guy who knows what he's talking about. He explains right. exactly what's in the wine right there on the, the website. The descriptions are right on so you know exactly what you like. And uh, uh, Cameron Hughes is all about what's inside the bottle. It is no wonder it is the number one wine brand online. All of my friends are doing it because I... I uh, you can tell you're tasting like double double the price. Well, he's like your personal you Yay. Yeah, exactly. You'll be blown away by the value. Uh, incredible. His name's on it. It's got to be Cameron Hughes Wine. It's uh, You've just got to try it. Go to chwine.com slash Miller or text my name, Miller, to 511-511. Receive 15% off and free shipping with your minimum three-bottle order. Text Miller to 511-511. Get 15% off your already amazing deals plus free shipping. chwine.com slash Miller. I think maybe I better eat something, Travis. What are you going to have for dinner after the show? Oh, my God. I'm so glad you asked. You know what I have ready for the after party? Uh I made from Sunbasket. Are you ready? The number one meal kit in America. Waldorf chicken salad with walnuts, grapes, and peach slices. Yes. That sounds delicious, especially on a hot summer day. Uh, Speedy lettuce wrapped turkey sliders with Asian slaw. I'm in. And what else? One pan seared salmon with chimichurra and summer vegetables. Oh, my God. I made that. I love that. That sounds easy. Yeah. You, well, you know I'm a crappy cook. <laughs> exactly. I'm just saying. But that sounds like good food that uh, you could actually make. Oh, my God. Organic pro- produce, clean ingredients delivered right to your door. 18 healthy options to choose from every week, including paleo, gluten-free, lean and clean, vegan, whatever you want. Sun Basket, the number one meal kit in America. You said it, Travis. Sun Basket makes it easy and convenient to cook healthy, delicious meals at home. No matter how much experience you have, I have a, my fancy chef friend, Karen. She loved it, too, because there's such great recipes. Yeah, those... But it's like cooking for dummies for me because they give you all the exact ingredients and everything. You can't screw it up. Well, and you don't have time to spend a lot of time in the kitchen because you got to watch the news. Because you, you don't know what Trump's going to do next, man. Seriously. Okay. It might Sun- be your last meal. Yeah. <laughs> Sun Baskets works with the best farms and suppliers to bring you fresh organic produce, responsibly raised meats and seafood, everything pre-measured, easy to prep. You can make anything they, they have in less than 30 minutes. There's something for every healthy journey and every busy lifestyle. Go to sunbasket.com slash happy today to learn more and get $35 off your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash happy for 35 bucks off. Sunbasket.com slash happy. And now, back to Ron. But, um... What do you think now? Seriously, because that's why people, including me, love your Twitter feed so much. Because you're just like this unvarnished id. You're just pure hellboy. You're just pure, like... Because how else can you process this? Like you said, and not normalize what is not normal and what is horrible. 
the the uh, you know I I see. Let me let me, if I may, mm-hmm. let me let, let me let me tell you the impulse behind which I am running for president. Oh, pardon me. Hang on. Let me touch my box. You, you may yes, want to may want to hold on to it for yes, sir. Oh, okay. for dear life. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. On election night, as we were watching our republic slip through our fingers, yes, and turn into some jellified liquid mass, <laughs> like so so much diarrhea just coming up from the ground, with, yes, with steam coming out of it. Um, mm-hmm. it had I known I was going to get th- this level of mm-hmm. sound effect production, I'd have come here. Yeah, here. Larry King doesn't have the same kind of uh, right. foley work that we does, do. Does not have that. Um, geez, I have no idea what I was fucking saying. Well, you were here's what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Just for running for president, you were saying, uh, right, that on November 9th, you could not have imagined this degree of verbal or you know whatever. Just but I, 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 I follow an amazing cross section of great minds and and, yeah. and, and intellects and, and writers and and, and and people of letters, and I was very very curious to see how all of this assault was going to be processed by the people who I look to. Yeah. And everybody's hair was on fire. Yeah. Everybody's hair is still on this fire. This is what I go to Twitter for, for you, brother, because you literally, you walk right and you go, oh my God, am I fucking crazy? Oh, no, no. Okay, everybody's saying the same thing on Twitter that I just, thought. I mean, when you watched him with Putin, right, you were like, oh my God, How, does this get any more textbook treason than this? But everybody's hair is on fire, and everybody's pointing out the same things, and everybody is, you know, reacting to why it must not be, and it can't be, and this is unacceptable, and this, and what I what I was missing in my very very de- devout study of my heroes on Twitter was the expression of a vision. That would crush his yeah. in a way where he would finally become disposable. And yeah. I wasn't seeing it. I still am not seeing it, which is why I'm still running. I mean, I stop running the day somebody comes on board mm-hmm. and, and steps up and, and, and shows yeah. me, number one, they have a vision of what he's destroying, which means they have a real vision of what is most beautiful about this place. Yeah, we talked about this wrong and before. Number the, two, yeah. That they can win, because it doesn't matter unless you can yeah, fucking we, win. We talked about this before the podcast if today. That we were saying Malcolm Pence, our friend, and, who lifelong and, Republican. There are a lot of Republicans. Me and that pustle, pu- pustule, right? But that are speaking with more passion and urgency than but we some grew up people. In the same schoolyard, yeah. If it, and his whole manner of dealing with people is exactly like it was when I was in third grade in the schoolyard. Yeah, and I I could take him out like Chinese food. Yeah. When it comes to just like... Like that little robot in Hellboy actu- in the in I, locker room. I could actually say, uh-uh, yeah. I'm talking now. You shut the fuck up. Here's what people need to know. You and need this for your first debate with him. Shut the fuck up. That one. And, um... Shut the f*** up, Donnie. Okay. And, and, um... It doesn't really matter unless you can beat him. Yeah. It doesn't really matter unless you can capture the imagination of those... Souls, who he's captured the imagination. Well, you said this. I wanted to ask you this, Ron. It doesn't you said matter because we already have. We already know who we have in our pocket. Do you feel still feel the same way? But I, I feel as though we're to, we're to, we're to cross section here, we're to juncture here, where um, people have gotten so lazy as to not understand the civics of what makes this country beautiful. Right. And studied history and understood. What it was we were dying for in World War Two, and what it was we were dying for in the yeah. Civil War, and all the great wars we fought in the American Revolution, yeah. where we really fought for the things that define us as, as 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 a place that we we can have the fucking balls to call exceptional. Yeah, um, and, and I feel I, like I you could that say that in the next debate because whatever the bar's been lowered in terms of speech, and, and, and that's saying it the way it is. You, I, I was curious if you still feel this way because you were saying this was during the transition. 
it, it, Perlman refuses to condemn the voters who still support Trump. He doesn't want to put down individuals. I think he's tapped into one unhappiness people have with their lives. A lot of people have been left out of the American dream. And when someone says, I'm going to bring it back, I'm going to make America great again, even if he's lying to them, they believe him. How do you feel about Trump's supporters now? The same? Um, listen, the Nazis, I'm not going after them. I mean, I'm not, I don't want their vote. I don't want their fucking, I don't want, you know, I, yeah. I mean, but there's an awful lot of people who are longing for something and they don't even quite know what it is, who've been left behind with um, globalization, who've been left behind with um, what the corporations have done to outsourcing and everything like that, yeah. that have taken away the ability for somebody who has a certain kind of an education to raise children and retire with dignity which used to be something that was given in this country. And he's tapped into a misery that exists, that's real, and that there's they just a whole subset of individuals that are looking for somebody to blame. And he's the king of pointing to people to blame. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Always. And Never his fault, anything. The reason why he can be beat is because... You have to accept the fact that there are people to blame, but you can't just stop there. You have to yeah. present them with, with a way for them to take their country back and to raise children and retire with dignity and understand that the system can be built to mirror their well-being and that they should stop thinking about voting against their own interests and start yeah. thinking about a world that actually presents to them and I you know a set of ideas yeah. that can actually improve the quality of their lives. I mean, I have been tweeting a lot the last few weeks from Kentucky. I've just been doing a picture yeah. of a low budget movie in Kentucky. And I, I was in a place that I would not normally, you know, find yeah. myself. Yeah. Being, you know, having grown up in New York and living in California and just right. on the outer fringes of blueness. Mhm. People are beautiful, man. People are beautiful everywhere I go. Yeah. They're kind. They're generous. They want to love one another. They want to be loved. They just want a little respect. They just want to know that somebody cares for them. They just want to know that somebody's got their back. And the person who can spark that imagination without using hate and divisiveness yeah. to turn them into soldiers of darkness which yeah. he's done. Yeah. Someone, that, that's someone this wrote a piece is. about this, which was actually the same thing about, you know, just making people feel like part of the American dream again, and whether they're making solar panels or they're doing, you know, just that, guy, you know, you could build, and I've got to say Hillary Clinton talked a lot about this, uh, like not Obama, the old Obama technologies, building like new technologies and putting people back to work, but, you know, with, with the stuff of the future, not of the past. But you can't talk about it you don't have any charisma. Yeah. And you can't talk about it if you're not able to inspire people. Yeah. And to, and to, and, and to bring something out in them that's visceral and that um, they can feel and smell as if it's, it's something similar to what they feel when they get down on their hands and knees and talk to God. Yeah. You know, and... Um, you, you also, though, talk about Hillary, this... Hillary just wasn't that candidate. She was not inspiration. Let's not start on Tequila Day, <laughs> because I, we got no one has ever been rat fucked in our history by Russia, by WikiLeaks, by Comey. By, I mean, there are so many factors that I think if no, we no, just no, focus on I that, agree. and I get it. I, I mean, agree. and she said it's not like she's perfect or made didn't make mistakes. But if we focus on that, you know, I just think. And you talk about it all the time, and you talk about the complicity of the Republican Party, which my dad and Goldwater would be spinning in their graves about. You said if you're a Republican, either the Senate or the House, then you are now colluding with a foreign enemy power to destroy our sovereign republic. That includes Flake, McCain, Corker, Murkowski, Collins, and you know it. Save your country, you swore an oath. And I, I, I can't speak for him, Ron, but I feel like, you know, my dad, vice presidential candidate, prosecutor at Nuremberg, would feel the same way. That these people are traitors, man, and they got to... 
they have to they have to end up in the in the dustbin of history and they got to start over we need a two-party system in this country but not these traitorous motherfuckers well the you know i've said this many times before but my favorite um voices that have emerged in this dark period um my very favorite voices are all people who were lifelong republicans <laughs> thank you, you know, do you remember where you were when you first retweeted bill crystal I've only, I've only what? I've only recently uh, started, you know, retweeting Bill Crystal because he's kind of boring. And he's mm-hmm. kind of flat. Mm-hmm. Steve Schmidt, however, mm. Steve Schmidt Passionate. has that magical thing. Yeah, that, that, urgent. That makes you want to follow, and that makes you whipped up into some sort of a frenzy where you understand that this is a country worth fighting and dying for. And you know, um, uh, Richard Painter. Yeah, has, has that yeah. same sort of outrage. Yeah, because um, they see their whole party, not just their whole country, dying. I mean, they literally do. They see their democracy dying. Our friend Malcolm Nance could not be more correct in sounding the alarm. This is it. And These the reason why I mentioned, the reason why I mentioned those particular names, yep. Kane and Collins and Flake and Corker, is because we know that they know. Yeah, what, how complicit they're being. Yeah, because they've stated it, but they're politics and what they're willing to do to be like salmon swimming upstream and going against the, yeah. the t- this tide of nazism yeah. which is overtaking our country they have n- sh- they have shown no desire to do as of yet and they have to be shamed into it because yeah. if you get those five you, people you got to get on the fucking right side of history man but if you get those five people you you obliterate yeah. Mitch McConnell you they, obliterate. They could you, you, history you, right you, now. you obliterate all those sick voices, of yeah. the Devin Unezes yeah. and, and, the, and the Paul Ryan's and the people who are because you're a helper. Actually, truly, truly, um, in, in 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 a in a moment of of complete dereliction of defending of the nation. Yeah, I mean, you're helpful. You're a helper. You're a liberal helper. You tweeted to the president, dear sir. The end of your presidency is imminent. Before you is the opportunity to do one thing with dignity. How you play it is on you. Um, you also tweeted these. I don't know. Somebody compiled Ron Perlman's grumpiest anti-Trump tweets. These don't seem grumpy to me. They seem dead on, Travis. They're what we wake up to every day. You like your president attacking the press, Muslims, non-whites. You all like the scapegoating. Read Mein Kampf by Hitler. You'll love it. I thought that was nice. It was a book recommendation. If you read books, <laughs> magas. Okay, Thank but you my for favorite round of applause. was your Twitter war with Don Jr., with uh, who I call Trader Tot. Um, well, so you I don't t- know if you realize my my Twitter war with Don Jr. started even before he acknowledged it, which is like I've been asking him ever since he emerged, you know, like like uh, the groundhog that comes out once a year to see if which which with, whether he sees his shadow. Hawks, tiny Phil, and I I. I asked him one time, like, you know, directly to him, like, is that real Iraqi oil in your hair? <laughs> and he didn't answer me. And I said, hey, motherfucker, I asked you a simple question. I'm a tax-paying, you know. I'm, motherfucker. You know, you know I, okay. I, I, pay your, I pay your father's fucking salary, man. I, you know, I deserve it. Is that real Iraqi oil in your hair, motherfucker? <laughs> So anyway, you can, you can, take, over, you can take over the You can take over the story. What's now. with the Wall Street but hair? I, but I just wanted to point out, me and me and little Donnie have been. You, this, yeah, this we've, was, we've had a date with Destiny yeah, for a while. Yeah. Well, you tweeted. <laughs> so did I ever tell you when Harvey Weinstein told me to make sure I shook his hand at a charity event? So I stopped in the men's room and pissed all over my hand, <laughs> and then I went straight up to him on the receiving line. I think about that every time little Donnie opens up his KFC. So Don Jr. said, so you knew he was a rapist, and rather than actually do anything or say anything, you pissed all over your hand? Imagine how many souls on innocent women you could have prevented if you weren't a coward. Oh, my God. Okay, let's just, let's not stipulate how many times his father's been accused of sexual assault. Okay, let's skip to, you said, hey, young Don, nice to meet you. (laughs) Thanks for the follow. So... I never knew Harv was a rapist. I never worked for Harv. I wasn't his type. I did know he was a prick, though. A prick and a bully. I got to think about that. I do have a thing about pricks and bullies. But how can any here's of where them... I would, here's where I would have stopped Don, Donald, Donald Trump's yeah. presidential run. And here's where Hillary didn't. 
yeah. close the deal. Yeah. If I may be so bold. Chip, please, please. I just want to point to this one moment. I probably there's hundreds of others. But I just want to point to this one moment. And this is what I mean when I say offering the nation a, a, a vivid look at who we truly, truly are, what we've been fighting and dying for, bleeding for, not guys like me, yeah. but our real heroes. In that debate where, she, you know, she said, you probably don't pay any taxes, and he says, that makes me smart, yeah. I would have ended him right then and there by saying the following. No, Donnie, little Donnie, that makes you a fucking deadbeat, which is what you are. You're a fucking deadbeat who lives off the backs of other people. You scam and you let everybody else carry your water for you. You don't have the fucking balls to pay taxes. Yeah, and if a woman said that, that would I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. Go, go, go. Taxes which, by the way, keep our soldiers safe. Yeah. Keep them in equipment that protects their lives, builds our schools, gives our children education. Yeah. It's an honor to pay taxes in this country. That's how we pay for our democracy. And by you being a fucking deadbeat and leaving it to, to other guys who are poorer than you, but way more patriotic than you, you're a fucking scumbag, man. And you have no, absolutely no claim on seeking the greatest office in this land. Yeah. Yeah. If that wouldn't have ended him, I don't know. Yeah. No, you're right. And I would have right. figured out, you know, but 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 that that's what it all boils down to. Yeah, he's a fucking deadbeat. But I mean, I just think he's that been scamming there's people so many, all his life. Absolutely, there's he so takes many takes advantage of the very people who are like out there Heil Hitlering for him. Yeah, he thinks of them as complete rubes, and that's yeah, the and sad I don't part. Root for them to like die because of you know their stupid vote, and now he's going to take their health care with for pre-existing conditions. Like I, you know, that's the heart of being a liberal. Is I'm not like, haha, you voted for the stupid, you got conned, and now you're, I mean, I, I, now you're going to lose your farm. Now you're going to lose your health insurance. Like, I don't, that's not the spirit, Ronald, like you were talking about, of what America has always been, right? Like, we, we've always been for each other. That's the whole point. But, but he's just, I, I, he's so off. I, I mean, it's the combination of racism, sexism. I mean, that's what I mean about, I totally get your point about Hillary. But she'd been the victim of so much misogyny previously and in this, like when he was stalking her on stage. Yeah, later, I wish and she wished that she would have went, get the fuck away from me, you creepy motherfucker. Like, you know, she, he was like, but, but I think that that was part of what we saw is just the, diff, the misogyny that, that I think is, is inherent. I mean, people are now outraged about liberals not being civil enough that we're wearing a cunt t-shirt about Hillary at a Trump rally. I just, okay. Um, can I just say I've never seen Joy Reid laugh as hard as when you did your Trump impression. And it's not even, because everyone does a Trump impression, but you weren't even really doing a Trump impression. You were just sort of doing his sort of rambling train of thought, getting everything wrong kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. You did a whole thing about really Marine Le Pen won the French election, the chocolate eclair, Alfonso Macron and his hot wife. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if it's better if you watch him or you read a transcript. It's all incomprehensible, isn't it, what he's saying? I just, I, just, I just need to see him out of my field of vision. I just need to see him gone. I just need to see him gone. He's really being a drain on uh, the spirituality of, of everything that makes this life worth living. He hasn't killed it. Don't get me wrong. I still live a, a tremendous life. Right. And all these motherfucking trolls on Twitter talk about my misery. Fuck you, man. I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I'm living the greatest life in the world. That doesn't take away from the right. fact I can actually walk and chew gum, unlike you know your t twisted little vision of the world. Yeah. I can actually have an amazing life, beautiful family, and great relationships with friends and yeah. career and everything like that and still be completely sickened and outraged by what this man is doing to yeah. the things that make life worth living. But I mean... And that includes this is what the I Republic, fucking hate. but it's not exclusive to the Republic. This is what I fucking hate. It's like these news stories that like they're the only real patriots, the people held, holding up signs saying, thank you, Russia, for giving us President Trump. And, it, you know, 
Hollywood liberals like Ron Perlman who, you're right, you don't need to give a fuck about anybody. You have a great life. You, you, know, you have plenty of money. But, but, but you do actually care about the people he's fucking in the red states. Right? I mean, that's the difference. I do. Well, I care, I care desperately what, um, but about, uh, um, who's the, 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 I the, feel National Tequila Day has taken over. <laughs> who's the writer? I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> from Czechoslovakia. Oh, yes. Who wrote, uh, about the insect. Kafka? Yeah, I feel like, yes. I feel like. This is Kafka on acid. You know, this is this is like yes. You and you know, a couple of my latest tweets were if, if Orwell went to a publisher and pitched or wrote <laughs> five chapters of the Donald Trump regime, he would never have gotten a publishing deal because nobody no. would believe that it was no. it was possible. Number one, and it's so ludicrous that it, it's not it's not entertaining. Right. Um, what it is is it's it's draining. And it's outrageous, and it's an assault and an offense. And there's no word or obscenity that I could use that even compares to what he's done to those families at the southern border. Yeah. What he's done to the rule of law. What he's done to the emoluments clause. What he's done to um, the great, great, great patriots of our country who are working for peanuts to keep us safe like the NSA and the FBI and the CIA. Yeah. True patriots who are not looking to do book deals and, and tour deals and, and rip off the country in, in all the ways that the Trump empire is. These guys just care about keeping America beautiful and he chooses them to be his enemies. He chooses them yeah. to be his scapegoats. He chooses them. I mean that is Hitler's shit. Yeah, that is Stalin shit. That is the worst stuff we've seen in the history of man in terms of an assault on um, the very, very things that define us. Yeah, it, it 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 eclipses enemies list to fascism. It really does silencing your critics, media the enemy of the people. And for a guy who who lies only when he's awake, to use the term the term fake news about anything is. Mm -hmm. And to have people, you know, who, who are actually buying into that. Ron, uh, I'm sorry. Lassie, what's that? Uh, America's falling down the well? I'm sorry. What, I know. What, what, I, know I know America's almost what, drowned. Lassie? You saw Joe Biden driving down the street again? No, we know that's not safe. Lassie, it's okay. He's our only hope. Ron, you said something In a sports car? I've read <laughs> every interview you've ever done. But I just thought... With was, shades on? Yeah. Uh -huh. Joe Biden? Yeah. I, I, Hang on, Lassie, I'm coming. I love National Tequila Day with Ron Perlman. Come on. But you said, I've always felt there are aspects of me that were monstrous. Um, I mean, you know, you've played, as you've said, everything. And that's the thing. Like, where do you find the humanity or the anything in him? Right? Like, it just, because we all go, we all have horrible parts of ourselves that we, you know, wish were better. But. You've even said about yourself on being a director, I don't like working with me. I would punch myself in the mouth if I had to take my direction. I said that. That's pretty yes, fucking you did. cool, man. Yes, I'd like did. to be the guy that said that. But you also talk Turns about out I'd, I be, am. I'd be dead without my sense of humor. If you can't laugh your way through life, you're fucked. Isn't that the thing he's also missing? He has no sense of humor, no sense of humor about himself, no like anything that any of our previous presidents have had. Every single thing that he does is is engineered, Not magic. engineered to create a response, which is what all con men do. Yeah. Um, and I, the mistake that I made is that I thought that he had no core, but I really do believe that, that this, um, not only is he indebted to Putin for putting him in office and that he'll never turn on him for those reasons, but the, that if he admires anything at all, it's that kind of um, savage power. It's that kind of yeah. ruthlessness that would kill all of your enemies, anybody oh, yeah. who speaks out against you. Clearly adores dictators, wants and to be one. Yeah. So, so there's a core that yeah. I didn't think he had. 
I mean, the, 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 his hatred for anything that's not white right. or anything that's not yeah. white that, that's worth more than a million and a half, that's a core value. He's been a it's racist not a positive, all his it's life. It's not a positive core value, but it's a core value. You knew it from growing up in New York. It's not but just his anti-Obama shit. He's been a racist all his life. As was his daddy. Yeah. Who hated him. Yeah. Thought he was like a piece of shit. Oh, you know what, his Daddy? Dad was right about You were wrong about a lot of stuff. You were right about that. You hear what I'm saying, Don? You hear what I'm saying? Come for me, baby. I also think with Putin, though, part of his thing is Putin is incredibly wealthy because he's made all this money, and Trump wants to be able to do that here in America, too, don't you think? It's, it's money. It's greed. Yeah. And they both, you know, I mean, but, um, anyway. Ron, um, I don't want to okay. step on your parade. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, please, don't right on our parade. Tell me what to do. I never. Um, I just can don't. I say of all the stuff I've read about you today, I just <laughs> I don't know where this is. There's a young, Frequently young appears as characters who are. Who's, who's, pardon? You, are you our engineer? She is. Say so. Don't. That's his girlfriend. Stop it. Stop I'm, it. I'm, Go back to looking at my breasts and my peace sign. The, not, my peace I'm, sign T-shirt that's see-through that I, I wore for been you. I have to stop. <sighs> I get, stop it. Over here. Look over here. Look at my eyes. Eyes on her personality. What's her name? That's Jess. Jess. Jessie is That's like, Sean's she, she's girlfriend. the backbone of the United States, man. Know, she's I the know, one who quietly sits Splash there doing her, her job, not asking for any recognition, not right. asking for you know, any... Well, that dress is not asking not asking for recognition, and but okay. And I'm, and no offense, know, Jess, but pretty yeah, sure come she's on. not getting paid. But anyway... If you got it, flaunt it. I understand. <laughs> Sorry to blow up your shit, Jess. <laughs> Somebody had to do it. Okay, this is just my favorite thing for whatever reason. That was written about you. Frequently appears as characters who are deformed or not human. Starting as his role in Quest for Fire. Onto the island of Dr. Moreau. And then obviously Vincent in uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> so, does that ever... <laughs> like, Elephant Man. Like, when Eric Stoltz got that, was that like, God damn it. That's my shit, playing a half man, half something. I really, actually, I got to tell you, when I found out that Eric Stoltz was playing this. I went this, to college with him. This yeah. guy with a 40-foot head. <laughs> I actually checked my phone to see if it. If did I miss the call? The battery had died. Like, <laughs> or did I not pay my bill? Is that what? what? Is that why That's Eric me. Stoltz, I'm Elephant Man. Why did Eric Stoltz get that fucking call? <laughs> shit. Because, can I just say, I find but Eric Stoltz incredibly is handsome. This. Eric I think Stoltz is not doing this podcast, is he? No. There you go. Fucker. But it, if I could find him for stuff, she'd take it. I, but seriously, I... Okay, can we go back to Jesus, Beauty and the Beast? Because that's... I. You... <laughs> what were you, Lion Man? That was Lion Catherine. Man. Have you ever played a centaur? Catherine. Catherine. You know, a lot of people pay me a lot of money to say that. I know. That's on my microphone. Oh, my God. My middle name is... Okay, that was Louise. <laughs> and a big shout out to Linda Hamilton, who's, who's in the new Terminator movies. I know she's fantastic. She I know her. Awesome. From, yeah. In the stills. Yeah. Um, I love you, Linda. Oh, she, he loves you, Linda and Catherine, whoever you are. Okay. You'll um, always be Catherine. You had a Golden Globe for that, though. You were fantastic. Look, I. That's what I couldn't figure out. I was like, it was almost like. That's that, another one of those 80s, times when I looked like, at my phone. I said, they, "Shape they, of Water." You're like, "She's fucking the fish guy," and you're like, "She's fucking a lion man," but he's hot and he's so romantic. Right, right. When you saw her fucking the fish guy in Shape of Water, you're like, "That's my shtick, man." I was man. a little pissed. I was off Lion at, Guy. I was a little pissed off at Guillermo for giving away the secret of how our genitalia works. <laughs> By Octavia, one of your very Octavia, best friend, Octavia, Guillermo Octavia, del Toro. Octavia Spencer, you know. Gets the lesson from Sally Hawkins about how the genitalia comes comes out, like like a booty call. And, and I said to, I wanted to call Guillermo like at three o'clock in the morning, like a booty call, and say, "Motherfucker, right. you can't be giving that shit away." What? But um, may I just quote uh, my friend Eric Stoltz? Uh, you are uh, not an animal. You are a human being. You're really you're really after me, aren't what? you? What? No. <laughs> What? He's not an animal. He's a human being. By uh, the way, Eric Stoltz was not in The Elephant Man. He was in The Mask. Yeah, That's you what got, I meant. You got wrong, lady. That's and, what I meant. And the quote, he still played the, the an quote, elephant the quote guy. That you just said was from The Elephant Man. It was, All right, and fine, it was said listen, by John Ron, Hurt, who played my father in Hellboy. 
That's right. It's fucking tequila. So that's why <laughs> your signals are crossed. You knew what you were saying, but you, but you, your, your tongue got in the way of your eye teeth. And you couldn't see what you were Listen, saying. Vincent's you just got here. called out on your own podcast. Vincent's lady. here, and I am so into my camera use wine right now. You have no idea. You, by the way, you have worked with everybody. Brando, God damn, John Hurt. Who else? Everybody, right? Where is my uh-uh. that page? I lost that page. Hang on. I lost a lot of pages here. No, God. There's a lot of people who I long to work for. Who are you? I mean, who are your favorites? That is really intimidating. The cast of people number you one with. Number one, no, I have two people that I'm dying to work for. Yeah. Paolo Sorrentino. Oh. Who did, uh, he's probably best known here for The Young Pope. Right. Mm-hmm. With Jude Law. Yeah. But he also did yeah. a couple of beautiful movies before right. that. One called Youth. Mm-hmm. And one called, um, Jess, could you look it up on IMDb? It's I get on that. Beautiful Stop thing. Stop trying to get her to bend over. Jesus. Ron. All right, go ahead. He's got a boyfriend. Come on. I know. He's Okay, and go ahead. I'm going to give you a shout out, the boyfriend. All right. When I, the minute I can remember your name, Sean. Sean. Yeah. Hey, look at that. Thank you. That tequila is not as good as you thought it was. But it isn't Sean. You know, listen, he's smooth. He made us all fall in love with him, with Beauty and the Beast, and trust him so that we could make it through fucking Hellboy, Alien Resurrection, and Sons of Anarchy, and all that violent bullshit. Not bullshit. Thank no you. offense. Thank you. Thank you. What was I saying? I don't know. We're both drunk. Jesus. Oh, that I was asking you who your favorite actors are have been to also, work with. Also, Paolo Sorrentino okay. as a director. And then the guy who made Rust and Bone, Jacques Odiar, another Frenchman. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the two directors who I would work for for free, but don't let that get out. Because yeah. I, I won't work for them for free, but I would. Right. But I won't. Theoretically, but not really. Paul Thomas Anderson and the, and the Coen Brothers. Oh. And, and uh, there's, there's, there's others, but those are the bright, shiny objects yeah. of my desire. Who, so who uh, do you have most, I mean, not, you don't have to name a favorite, but most memorable experiences? I mean, that's quite a list of, right? Between oh, no, Brando had, and John Hurt. And uh, I mean, you've worked with everybody. You know, when, we're, when I'm next on, we can talk about my memoir, which I wrote. Oh, and we can talk about it as if I just wrote it, like okay. we could do a Fantastic. thing, where, you know, as if I'm coming on here to to, to, to to promote it, to promote a book. Except I wrote it five years ago. But we, nobody has to know that. No one has to know. If you look at it's the, new to if me. If you look at the sales, it's new to everybody. <laughs> I bet you it's doing better than Sean Spicer's book, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I loved. Here's one of my favorite things. You were friends with Sammy Davis Jr. because he was a huge fan of Beauty that's and a, the that's Beast. That's big in the book. Candyman, listen. Oh my god, I love that. Hey, Pearl. Did he call you Pearl? Mm-hmm. And he didn't, he didn't know <laughs> that when I grew up in my neighborhood in Washington Heights in New York, that I was the Pearl, that everybody called me Pearl. <laughs> but Sam, he just had this thing about him, man. And he just went, Pearl, hey, man, what are you and your bride doing Tuesday, man? <laughs> How about, we go, really to, call how about we go to La Familia and get a little chow? That's sure, fantastic. Sam. Sure, Sam. That's fantastic. You are happily married. Two kids, right? Mm-hmm. How long married? How many, how many kids? Two? Two kids. One of each. Yes. Have uh, 37 years married, wow. 40, 42 years together. Wow. wow. We got wow. married exactly five years to the day from our first date. So those we, Hollywood f- values. Our first date was uh, Valentine's Day, and then five years later, we got married on Valentine's Day. Wow, 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 wow. How old are your kids? Romantic. My kids are, um, I don't remember. Yeah, who could say? Who could say? They probably don't want me to talk about All right, age. that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I say, I know one's 10 years younger than me because I saw their ages on something, so he'd be 43? No, I don't oh, no, have no, a 43 year 33, 33, I'm sorry. 10 years younger than me. Do you have before we go a favorite celebrity story? I don't. I mean, it's just it's hard to like read people you've worked with and not gone like, wow, that is because you've. Well, I mean, you I have you. a huge body of work. You've been. It's you know people think Hellboy, body, you know, you know, Sons of Anarchy, Beauty and the Beast, but you've worked for forty years now. Mm. Yeah. No, I have. I have. I have a, a bunch of great 
celebrity stories, and they're all in the book. So can we really can we come back really? And do a are, book we, are we just doing that? Are we just humping the book? Or not? give me we'll one, do a one le- piece of sugar? You don't think I can Vincent? make a living doing independent movies, do you? <laughs> I need to sell some. Just fucking give me books, one piece girl. of sugar to Brando say. One day I may have a favor. Did he, uh, nothing? You got nothing on Brando? Well, I, there's, there's, I have a story in the book about Brando that should have taken three pages, but I, I, I actually made it into two chapters. <laughs> <laughs> because, let's face it, it's fucking the most important actor in the history of cinema. And, yeah. you know, you don't, you, don't, you don't just give him one chapter. Yeah. You, don't, you don't shortchange Brando. Yeah. No, you don't shortchange Brando. But it's hysterical. Yeah. And it's a really great wow. story. And I can't tell it here because... What a fucking man whore tease he is. Really? got to come back and talk about the... I'll tell you my, the first time I met Sinatra. Okay, thank you. Sammy. Jesus, something. S- Sammy and Dean and Sinatra were about to go on that last tour of theirs. Yes. In the late 80s. And they happened to be using the stages where we shoot Beauty and the Beast, Renmar Studios on Cahuenga. Yeah. They were using those to rehearse the final days of the tour before they went out on the road. And Sammy invited me to show up to this final rehearsal. And there they were, the three of them on stage, Sam, Frank, and Dean. Wow. And Dean got out of there real quick. And Sam stayed for a while. And we had a lovely time and visited and everything. And then Sam left. And Sinatra was the last one there with a 66-piece orchestra. And I just watched him rehearsing quietly, very quietly, by himself, kind of working out these songs that he'd been singing for 45 years as if he'd never sung them before. That's how beautiful his work aesthetic was. His work, his work, um, Mm -hmm. what's the word I'm looking for? Work ethic. His work ethic. Something. It's Tequila Day. And he was yeah. he was working out songs, literally, that I had been hearing him sing since I was born, which is 1950. Yeah. As if he was just learning them. Yeah. He comes off the stage, and I happened to be hanging out with his boy, Jilly Rizzo. Jilly was still yeah. alive at the time. Wow. And Jilly says, Hey, Frank! You know, this fucking guy is over here! And I go, Jilly, he's, he seems like he's, like he's just coming down Working. from this beautiful <laughs> rehearsal. You don't need to yell. Goes, Fuck that shit. Frank! Frank, come over here. I want you to meet this fucking guy. He goes, you know who this fucking guy is? This fucking lion guy. <laughs> and Frank looks at me and he says, hey, how you doing? And I said, oh, Mr. Sinatra. I said, you have no idea. If my dad was here, I'd be, I'd be crying. You know, you hung the moon for my dad. He goes, so how you doing? <laughs> and I go, oh, Mr. Sinatra, I, I, it's such an honor to be standing in your presence. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. I, I don't even know. I, there's so many things I want to say, but I don't even know what to say. He goes, so how you doing? <laughs> and I go, you know. When you sang on the wee small hours of the morning, which everyone, every serious muse of music feels might be the greatest recording of all time, you, you have no idea. You transformed the way I look at everything. He goes, so how you doing? <coughs> and I said two or three more things, and he kept going, so how you doing? And I go, eventually I just went, you know what, Frank? I gotta go. <laughs> this has been a lovely reciprocal conversation. It's been really, it's been, this, this has been really fantastic. I got, I gotta. You know what? My wife's calling me. You know what? Now we know we're late this podcast. It's fucking lying guy. <laughs> fucking lying guys here. It's fantastic. Jilly Rizzo. All right, we can't. That's a that's Jilly a rock, Rizzo. That's season. a rock star cheer for that yeah. story. All right, I forgive you for no Brando stories. No, you got to read the book. We got Sinatra. What's the name of the book? Easy Street, The Hard Way. The Hard Way. I know. I know what the name is. Vincent, (laughs) I love you so much. Catherine. I forgive you, Hellboy, Sons of Anarchy, all this stuff where you're violent and mean. Catherine, uh, you're standing on my foot. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm spazzy. Oh, (laughs) Johnny. 
I confuse, you know, her in the Terminator with, if you want to stay alive, come with me. You know, and then you saying, Catherine, wouldn't that be a funny sketch if you're on one side going, Catherine, and he's like, if you want to stay alive, come with me. You know, now that she's doing the next Terminator movie, we could all be, we could all be on Saturday Night Live. Doing that sketch. I'm just saying. I'm going to give you. It out there. Give you a writing credit. <laughs> Promutations on Twitter. It Creep. is the stuff of fucking life. Ron Thank you so much. Perlman's. Uh, and please, uh, Ron Perlman, 2020. Let's do this, motherfuckers. Mm. A lot of drinking and swearing in the debates. It's going to be totally of, my lot, shizzle. Lot of swearing. <laughs> I love you, Ron Perlman. Thank you. Happy happy hour. I love you too. Yeah, buy his book, Jesus. If you want to hear the please other fucking Marlon Brando stories. <laughs> Fucking lying guys here, everybody. Happy, happy hour. Fucking lying guys.